Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. Hello, welcome to the second episode of the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. And the first where actual meaningful football has been played. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> My name is Jay Lawrence. Carter's with me. Hey, what's up, Jay? Uh, I feel doing? good. That's good. I feel good. Actual actual NFL has happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Preseason is over. Week preseason one, is over. Preseason and week one. Week one's done. We and have. week one was good. I mean, we'll get into it. I was quite, I mean, okay, as a Giants fan, we'll get onto why you're probably not All feeling right, so let's, good. Let's, you, you had to leave with that? That's the first <laughs> thing you say? Jeez, my goodness, that hurt. Today on the show, uh, the Scottish Hammer is with us. <laughs> the Scottish Hammer. I'm not going to tell you what that sounds like to me, but I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, he's a punter, Please right? explain in a graphic detail. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, you're right. Uh, the Cleveland Browns punter, Jamie Gillen, he's on. Uh, he's from Scotland, unsurprisingly with the nickname, the, the, the Scottish Hammer. Right. Squeezed onto the roster, made his debut on Sunday against uh, the Titans. Spoiler alert, the Cleveland Browns lost, which actually hmm. was a little bit of a surprise, but that sentence, the Cleveland Browns lost, has must have been said around a, a thousand times over the past two years. Surprised to some, not to me. Yeah, well, we'll get onto that one a yeah, little bit later. Jeez, he'll be on a little bit later. Uh, should we do a little bit of a sum up though, Carter? Is that all right? Yeah, I, I, I got Rock okay. and Roll American Football Podcast with Jay Lawrence and Carter. Absolute radio. Okay, so the big news isn't actually the return of the NFL at all. It's uh, bizarrely the ongoing saga of Antonio Brown, isn't it? My goodness. We're going to get onto it a little bit further, but within the space of 48 hours, Antonio Brown went from committing to his teammates at the Oakland Raiders to asking to be released, being released, and signing for the New England Patriots. Yeah, with with a helmet deal in tow. My with- summer uh, consisted of a couple picnics. Pims. Okay, okay. Pims and lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yours, uh, is yours compared to, any, to anything like Antonio Brown? Uh, no, but w- what is Pims? We'll get onto that later. Yeah. Turning uh, onto the return of football, <laughs> Super Bowl champions, the Patriots carry on. As per defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers 33-3 in Foxborough, NFC champs, Rams just pipped the Carolina Panthers and the Kansas City Chiefs offense just doesn't let up, does it? Beat the Jaguars comfortably 40-26. My goodness. Uh, And what is the most expensive thing that you have on you uh, right now, Carter? This is where you get to uh, either show off a little bit or you get to uh, gloat, depending on uh, which way you look at it. The most expensive thing that you've got on you right now. I mean, I'm not going to flex on the people, but I do, I'm wearing, I got my, my... My people's watch on the day, but my glasses, my frames. How much? Uh, I think I spent like five on them. That's five, five fifty. That's a lot. I mean, is that a lot? Well, I've got mine online, two for one and half price off. But you didn't tell me what the price was, though. Uh, well, I probably, well, I, I, I think I probably bought them for about a hundred and hundred quid for two pairs. Two pair. Okay. Okay. So you spent five, five hundred and fifty. Presumably, you meant hundreds rather than thousands, there, right? I think we should move on. Oh I think, man! I think um, no. I mean, I like your frames though; they're they're fantastic. But you should tell me which which website you use. I'll I'll go to we're, there. We're not, for, we're not sponsored by them yet. Two for one. <laughs> and, and if you're looking, folks, for a fantastic podcast to sponsor. <laughs> um, anyway, point being, new Cleveland Browns receiver Odell Beckham Jr. wore during the loss to the Tennessee Titans on Sunday a Richard Mill watch valued at reportedly. $350,000. Jeez. Now, kids, that, for some folks, is like a family home. Well, on, yeah, absolutely. On, on his wrist. But the thing is, right, with that, is that 
that you, you don't just put it on and then forget that you're wearing it during a game or anything, do you? It's not like a Fitbit, you know. Well, well, he makes a lot of money, though, so he might have forgotten. Well, you really think that he's got change, he's, he's put on his cleats and all that, and he's just forgotten to take off his unbelievably expensive watch. Oh, no, 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 no. I think he knew it was on. That's my I think, point. I think it's light enough because I, I hear Richard Mueller makes fantastic watches. Again, not the sponsor. <laughs> I hear this company that makes the watch that this football player wore during the game. Remember, folks, during the game he was wearing this watch. Uh, I hear they make very lightweight watches. A uh, tennis player, Spanish tennis player, Rafa Nadal. Yeah, he wears. Is he wearing? He, he wears one during matches all the time. Does his, he? His is worth a lot more than three fifty, though. That is, I'm going to have to check that because that is just as bad as this. Like yeah. that is such a yeah, yeah. Especially because with tennis, they are looking at your wrists all the time. You're holding oh, that tennis of racket. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that is. Uh, I think he might get in trouble for that. You know, OBJ. Uh, the league is talking to him. They're going to talk to him. They say, look, bro, you can't, you can't do that anymore. Fitbit, we get. You know, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you're worrying about your steps you know <laughs> we understand it and he only he only caught 79 yards he needs a better watch then do you so, think that's what it is yeah. mate if you spent ha- half a mil on a watch it'd have got a <laughs> touchdown browns wouldn't have lost and the league wouldn't be talking to you if you scored three touchdowns <laughs> yeah, so. exactly uh, i think we should do this uh for the beginning after week one carter uh, i want to know one thing that happened that you expected and one thing that you expected to happen that, uh, that didn't happen, okay? So we'll start with the one thing that happened that you expected. One thing I expected to happen and actually happened was for MVP of the league, Pat Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs to show up to just be just throwing flames. And, I've, and I've, let me get these stats correct. He threw for 378 yards and three touchdowns. That is, can I interest you in that? that, that, is, that is a, that's a day. Um, you don't hear it happen too often where you've had an amazing season for right. a debut, well, equivalent of a debut season, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it happened again the next season. Yeah, yeah, but sure. he just wiped the floor with what is meant to be a, a more than half-decent Jaguars defense. Uh, they're, yes, they're supposed to have a very, very good defense, and he, they did not look good. You don't give up 378 yards to just anybody, but for them to do it for on that defense, I totally agree with you. And as soon as Nick Foles, the Jaguars quarterback, went out injured, well, you know, they, first that's quarter, been, oh. it really didn't look like it was it was happening. The, no. the I've got to say, the backup quarterback can't remember his name off the top of my head. Okay. Who can? But I I, but he he looks like an eighties action hero. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but he uh, um, it, it, when he came in though, you just you knew where it was going. Yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, where yeah. it was going. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Minshew. That's Ooh. his name, Gardner Minshew. He looks. He honestly looks like he should star in Top Gun. He looks. Is, he looks fantastic. Is he English? That's an English name. It is, isn't it? Gardner Minshew. De Minshew. No, or Gardner Minshew. Oh, like a gardener who mints his shoes as uh, well. Something like that. That's, yeah, that's his name. Nice that, that is his foot. Here we go. His name is Gardner. Gardner Flint Minshew the second. Oh, the second. Yeah, I, I'm partial to this guy now. Because like your last name is. Technic, the second, yes, it's, uh, well, yes, it's Carter the second. Yes, that's true. But it's not, it's not like because sometimes I guess it happens where your actual name is your last name is Carter, isn't it? Yes, and then yeah, and yeah. then you just like tag on the second or the third or I the fourth, like a comma or Roman numeral. Yeah, but or it's not actually on your birth certificate though. Oh but, no, no, it is. But yours is. Yeah, yeah. For me, my last, my legal last name is Carter, Roman numeral two, like the second. But that means your dad's last name isn't. Carter, that means you've got a different last name. I to mean, your dad. so te- you know, technically, yes, yes, technically, yes, and they call him by his first name and not go by Carter because obviously we want that separation. I'm a lot better looking than his anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
But yes, there is a, a bit of difference between us. Yeah. So we went through this uh, last week that your uh, your son is named after the New York Giants quarterback um, Eli Manning. It's, he's not named he's got the after. Sa- well, he, they have, yeah, they have the right. same name. Okay. Right. My son's a better quarterback right now. Too. <laughs> so you you could have you would if you wanted to call him after your first name, yes. then you would then you might have had to change legally his last name to to uh, to Carter the third. Uh, yes, actually, technically, I would. It would be like Carter, comma, like Roman numeral three or something. Yes, that's true. But we we, we dodged that bullet, though. Yeah, by naming him after Eli Manning. Uh, One thing that happened that I expected uh, that did happen, uh, Kyler Murray to be kind of good, but also kind of not good. First overall pick for the Arizona Cardinals in the uh, 2019 draft. It was a tie, actually, the first tie of the year. Cardinals versus the Lions, 27 apiece. So this is how it first started, right, for the Cards in their series. I'll I'll read it to you. Punt, interception, punt, 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 field goal, punt, 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 field goal, end of half. He got better, it has to be said, in the second half. But that's kind of how I expected it to go. Kyler Murray. Not that I don't anticipate that he's he might have a good season. Yeah. But, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, the new coach for the Cardinals, called it the worst first half of offense that he has ever seen. I've been watching football for a long time. I think I would agree with, with Cliff. That was a terrible first half. I mean, you he doesn't have a lot of guys to throw through, throw to. I mean, you still got Larry Fitzgerald, who's producing a Hall of Famer, Larry Fitzgerald, He's an excellent player. With, you're uh, right. first battle Hall of Famer, but he doesn't have a lot of weapons to throw through. Not a lot, of, not a lot of offensive power. But I mean, your first game in the league with an okay offensive line, I guess, at Arizona, you're going to struggle, bro. One thing I expected to happen that didn't happen was actually still talking about quarterbacks, uh, Lamar Jackson. All your talk of this offseason was running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, <sighs> and he ran twice. He rushed twice. Uh, in the 59-10 win against Miami. But the reason that uh, that he might have only... Oh, sorry, he, he three attempts he had. Six yards. Three attempts. Yeah. But he didn't need to. No. Perfect quarterback rating. Yeah. Five touchdowns. 85% completion. Uh, he might be decent, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice follow-up to... Uh, I think they shipped Joe Flacco. Where'd Joe Flacco go last year? Joe Flacco is now at the Denver Broncos. Went to the Broncos. Uh, this guy's... He's showing up. The... the it made the coach look good in Baltimore. Multiple Miami Dolphins players, by the way, are reportedly contacting their agents requesting a trade. Not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so so we talked about this previously, yeah. which is the Dolphins are tanking this year. Mm. And so, yes, fantastic uh, game by Jackson, quarterback, but the Dolphins are trash. They're going to have a really, really tough season. They might not win a game this year. You put it out there now. I'm gonna, last, last week you said three, three or four. I said three or four. They might not win a game this year. After this, after the, what they did, after how they showed up in Baltimore, I forget if it's Baltimore or Miami, I'm not sure. But how did they show up with the Baltimore Ravens? They're not going to win a game this year. If um, if you're a Dolphins fan and you'd like to say anything to uh, uh, Carter. You can, you can at me if you want to. I'm glad to have the debate on Twitter or, or whatever socials you like. We can engage there too. We've got a Twitter account. Yeah. As this is a new podcast, we have uh, gone into the social medias. We are at R&R American. Uh, so basically, if you want to, you know, tweet, just tweet any sort of abuse at Carter. That's fine. Sure. Well, mostly about, you know, American football. Yeah. Please, I mean, please, let's keep and the, the And the amount that he spends on glasses. Apart from that, <laughs> then... Uh... Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, do you have anything, uh, that, that one thing that you expected to happen that didn't happen, Carter? I expected the Giants, team with which I'm somewhat familiar, to at least get the first game of the season. They were playing the... Really? The, they were playing the Cowboys. Really? They were. We were playing Dallas. Dak... And Zeke, well, Zeke just 
just locked up his fantastic contract, six years, $90 million, could have ballooned to, I think, eight years, $103 million or something. He's paid. They're still trying to get Dak paid. I was expecting them to be rusty, particularly because, you know, Zeke's maybe not playing so great because he was a bit slow. You could see in the game or whatever, but it's a division game. I was expecting at least one game this year against the Cowboys. If it's not this one, I don't know when we're going to be. So you think that's that? So you think the Dolphins uh, aren't going to win a, a game uh, and the Giants? Six, maybe. Well, okay. Maybe, well, maybe, 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 maybe six. Uh, your man Daniel Jones got on the field, though. The, uh, the quarterback draft number mm. six overall uh, that you were... Uh, Semi, semi, okay with. I, I was okay with it. Other Giants fans weren't. We we heard about them earlier in the last episode. Uh, didn't do so well. Uh, lost a fumble, maybe three incompletions. I think didn't have a great. Didn't have a great fourth quarter or into the fourth quarter. Or yeah, he had, he lost he lost a fumble. Yeah, so you're right. I don't know. I, he was on. He wasn't on the uh, the field for long. No. Already fumbled the ball. Uh, uh, he's a rookie. He needs some time, folks. Give him some time. Maybe he'll get some snaps when Eli takes a couple breaks or later in the year. We'll see. Well, yeah, or when Eli Manning just falls off the cliff. That had to be said, actually. Um, I watched the game, and I thought Eli Manning was half decent at points. I'll be honest. Let's move on to uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's summer. This might take me a little while, but I'm going to read this to you, Carter, okay? Sure, sure, um, sure. Antonio Brown's summer moves like the following. Got frostbite on his feet because he didn't wear the right socks when having cryotherapy. Jeez. Missed the whole of the Oakland Raiders camp in a dispute with the NFL about which helmet he could wear. Strike two. Reportedly threatened his general manager, Mike Mayock, with physical violence. Got suspended. Oh. Apologized to his teammates. The suspension then was taken away. Got fined. Appealed for his release as he wasn't happy with the fans. Apparently hired a social media coordinator to help facilitate the release. Got released and then posted a video on YouTube displaying how happy he was. <laughs> the grandma on that. I love the grandma. I told you it's going to work out. Man. <laughs> you know, funnily enough, Jay, that release wasn't free. His contract had $30 million guaranteed. I guess he's lost money from the past few months. However, yes. the, the result of all of this is he's signed with the New England Patriots, who apparently offered a first-round pick for Brown months ago when he was with the Steelers. Right. So the, the combination is, you know, the result is the winners, as always, are the New England Patriots. As always, and they looked pretty good th- in their opener. I they, beat the, they beat the Steelers they as well. They beat the so, pants you know, off the Steelers. Um, I also Steelers, just, sorry. just want to appreciate uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown's laugh. I really like the idea that this is his general laugh, and he laughs, at, you know, you tell him a joke, and he just laughs like this every single time. <laughs> Every single time, you know, knock, knock, joke and all that. You tell him the result. <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit uh, <clears throat> irritating. Okay, so uh, Not the first thing people say about Antonio Brown. Sick of talking, though, about his uh, off-field antics, to be honest with you. We talked about it last week. It feels like it's the only thing that's been on the NFL's mind over the past few months. It's a little bit absurd. Um, are we actually going to... Are we actually going to see him play maybe next week? Do you think he'll be semi-decent at the New England Patriots? I think he's going to be semi-decent. I think the Patriots have a history of picking up, you know, your, your I don't want to say random wide receivers, but maybe sort of over-the-hill wide, rece- wide receivers and making over them the, great Antonio again. Brown, uh, over I the mean, hill. well, he's not over-the-hill. You know, I, 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 yeah, I take that back. I, over the, uh, maybe he's jumped the shark. Maybe that's a, better, okay. that's a better way to put it, which is 
he's fatiguing for obviously two franchises who, I mean, the Steelers is a great franchise. The Raiders, questionable, particularly over the last few years, but he's with the Steelers. Remember when the, uh, the he's with the Patriots, I'm sorry, picked up Randy Moss at the end of his career, did very well there. Uh, they've also picked up a few problematic players in the past who fall into that organization. They fall into the Patriots system. They end up just a cog in this fantastically run clock. I think he will do... The, the, I, I read an article. He and Tom Brady are sitting down all week, communicating well, you know, going to go practice on Wednesday. They're going to be good. I think he's going to be okay. I think that things are going to be fine for Antonio Brown and the Patriots. He's going to be fine. And it's always going to be fine. It's always going to be fine in the Patriots. That's the problem, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> so, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, fine. I get it. I think there's quite a lot of Patriots fans in the UK, actually, because I see... A lot of jerseys. Walking, I was in, uh, I was in home base yesterday. Someone sure. was wearing a, a Patriots jersey. So right. I think there's a lot of, you know, uh, UK fans that support the Patriots. Um, but I'm just going to put it out there. A little bit much. I mean, not a little bit much to the Patriots. I just can't be bothered with the Patriots. Is that fair? They, I feel like they are like the Man United of, of, uh, of, of the NFL a little bit. You'll explain that reference to me later. But I, <laughs> uh, I agree with you in that. <laughs> I agree that the Patriots do get, have a, a ton of firepower each year. They bring in, you know, two or three players that make the team better and they cut the four or five players that, are, that are, they've used up and they just send them on. I think he is the best receiver in the league. And now he's with arguably the best quarterback in the league with the best coach in the league and the best run organization. But the thing the is, this is what gets me. You saw it coming. Everyone Yo, saw it coming. It's like, it was like, 100%. it was there. Like a month ago, you're like, yeah, this is going to end up with the Patriots. hundred uh, percent. You know, getting him in, and for nothing, essentially. For, yes, no- for You know, they signed the contract, but no, you know, no picks, no draft, right. capital, anything has left the Patriots for this. I want to shout out as well Ben Burrell. You remember Ben Burrell from last week? Uh, yeah, Off of the yeah. No Repeat yeah. Guarantee on Absolute Radio. C plus Ben Burrell. I remember him. C plus Ben Burrell. That's yeah. it. I th- that's exactly what uh, people, these listeners say as well. Um, the, <laughs> I, didn't he, mean, uh, I didn't mean it like that, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you gave him the grade of his NFL knowledge, C plus. Exactly, you? yes. Um, he nearly got it right. So let's go back to last week. And hear what he said. I don't think he's going to do well. If he wears his hat like that, in a sloppy way, he can only play in a sloppy way. Antonio, you're having a rubbish season, mate. It's gone. The he nearly gone. called it. He nearly called it. Well, yes, but Antonio Brown didn't play a game for the Raiders, unfortunately. Like, he didn't play again this season yet. So, yeah, I, I hear that. Well, well, it remains to be seen how correct Ben's going to be if this if this, if this Patriots experiment didn't work out. Last week, I also said about Ben Burrell that he... Um, that he didn't under he might not have got the French reference when he called it the uh, the New Orleans Croissants. He referred to the New Orleans. He, he came up with a name because he didn't know who was any NFL team names. He said the New Orleans Croissants. Right. Um, and uh, he, he also got annoyed at me. But he said because he did understand the French French reference. Oh. But I want to just come back at him because you know he said this. The New Orleans Croissants. Sometimes they crumble under pressure. I remember that. Well, who's that laughing good. now? That you know, good. my Saints there on Monday night, Monday night football, crumble under pressure. Will Lutz field goal, winning 30-27 against a, you know, a good Houston Texans team on the night. So, crumble under the pressure. No. No. Did not crumble under the pressure. I think they had a very good game. Drew Brees had a very good game. He did throw a pick in the first first yeah, quarter. That was a bit well, tough. Forget about that. So did, so did Deshaun Watson. He, 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 threw, he threw an interception. And, you know, t- uh, um, J.J. Watt, not a sniff. Um, qu- last last note, actually, on the uh, the Patriots. Last note. Um, my rock and roller of the week. 
uh, goes to Michael Bennett. Ooh. Now you know, um, you know, uh, the, in, in, when you watch the NFL, when you watch the NFL games, uh, and sometimes they they pop up, the players pop up, and they say the university that they're from. Yeah. You know, so for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it might be like Jay Lawrence, Tulane University. Sure. When I'm playing as middle linebacker, of course, for the uh, you know the Saints the, or whatever, yeah, New yeah. Orleans Quassons, more likely. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the the rock and roller of the week goes to Michael Bennett. Uh, who, massive uh, fan of Marvel by the sounds of things. Michael Bennett, Wakanda forever! <laughs> I mean, who isn't? Who isn't a Black Panther fan, a Marvel fan? They make loads of money on those films. Exactly, but he's a massive fan of uh, massive fan of Black Michael Panther. Bennett, Wakanda forever! He's lying. I'm he, fan he's of been that. holding that for the entire offseason. You're actually all right. You're actually all right. He's been he's been wanting to do that he's for months, waiting, hasn't he? A long time. He was counting down, that. counting down to the <laughs> recording day, to filming day, until he was doing it. Uh, right, should we hear from uh, Jamie Gillen? He's known as the uh, the Scottish Hammer Carter. Not what you're thinking. How do you know what I'm thinking? Because you said it earlier. It was uh, like a euphemism. Allegedly. Joined the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, as an undrafted free agent over the summer. Was named the team's starting punter uh, just last week after being uh, after beating former Super Bowl champion Britton Colquitt to a place on their 53-man roster. Grew up in Scotland playing rugby before his family moved over to the States where he moved on to play in American football. Uh, so he got a scholarship uh, to the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Shout out you. I don't know what the nickname is. I have no clue don't know. who the mascot is. Uh, the, uh, did I make it up? The, well, Arkansas Razorback is, Razorbacks mm-hmm. is the biggest university in Arkansas. The Arkansas Horned Frogs. Horn frogs, yeah. yes. That is a thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is an actual animal, yeah. So the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff Horn Frogs. Yeah. Potentially, allegedly, to play Division One football anyway. For uh, he, he was there obviously for four years. He found out that he got onto the Browns roster when he was actually at the pub with his dad. <laughs> but he says it wasn't like he was like buying around to celebrate when he found out. You know, I didn't really have a whole lot of emotions to be honest. I think my dad was more nervous and emotional than I was because you know I knew what I've done the past four months. I know what I've done the, in the preseason. I've, I've worked really hard, and regardless of what happens, I can I can sit back and be happy with what I've done. And, uh, I, no, I, don't, I didn't know if I was going to get cut, traded, or, or make the team, so I was just enjoying it. And I didn't want to be in my room or hanging out in, in, the, in the little spot me and my dad were at, just twiddling my thumbs and, and not really doing much, you know. And, as you know, typical rugby players, where, where are they normally on a Saturday when there's no game, you know, probably in a pub having a couple of pints. So me and my dad was like, yep, let's go out and enjoy ourselves and see what happens. So... We did, and then I got the phone call from the GM saying that I'd made the team. So I was, I was extremely happy, but it was it, it wasn't for me. It, it was a huge celebration for a lot of people and family and stuff. They're really happy, but for me, it was it was cool. But it's, it's business, you know. I got it, it, I haven't done anything yet. I've just made a team. You know, we got a long season ahead, and I've got to do well. This, me making the team right now doesn't guarantee anything, you know. I, they could still bring someone else in if they're not happy with the production from me. So I just got to keep producing, but keep getting better and, 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 and becoming a great partner for this team. So I think it's fair to say that this season with the Cleveland Browns, you're tipped to compete, which is a little bit different to uh, maybe the past few seasons where they've not been so successful. Is there any more pressure because of that? Uh, no, I mean, a lot of pressure, like I tell a lot of people, I feel like pressure is built upon your set, like bring that upon yourself you know if you let all this 
all the media and you listen to all the outside sources and stuff, and that's going to make you think too much. But I just like to concentrate on what I'm doing in here and, and kind of just block out the, the other stuff because, you know, at the end of the day, it's us that are going into the game and, you know, we're going to do it as a team and we've got a great team going and it's just got, got to go out there and do my job and whatever happens, happens. So uh, just take it one snap at a time. So you're new to the NFL, you're 22 years of age. Um, how do the big names, we're talking OBJ, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, how do they accept you? Oh, they've been fantastic. Uh, I have had, uh, you know, get a little bit of uh, rookie, uh, you know, things going around, people, you know, just having a little laugh, you know, jokes and stuff. But at the end of the day, everybody's been really, really supportive and fantastic, but they know how cutthroat the business is. And I feel like, you know, in this business, as long as you show that you're uh, a team player, I'm not sure, but as long as you are a team player and everybody can see the people who are for themselves, you know, or who want to be a team player and, you know, keep working really hard and showing that you are wanting, you you want to be on this team and want to be great, you know. There, everybody, people are going to respond well to that. And I don't know. I just kind of showed that that's how I am, and I've, I've been getting along with everybody, and and I always will, you know. Was there any sort of uh, you know, rookie hazing, karaoke, and the like? Yeah, there's a little bit. Uh, you know, we had to get up and sing uh, in front of like the team and stuff. So that was fun. Funny, so uh, I sung "Evil Scotsman" by Billy Connolly in front of the whole team, and they thought that was really funny. So, little stuff like that makes it fun. On that sort of theme, though, uh, when you're you know talking about obviously being a Scotsman, um, have your teammates been asking you any questions about Scotland in particular? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, not just teammates, kind of everybody I meet, you know, when I'm walking down the street or something, people recognise me. They like to talk about Scotland and. A lot of uh, uh, Americans like to talk about how they're 10% Scottish or something. And, you know, it, it makes it pretty funny. <laughs> so they like to ask about all the castes. I've had some ridiculous questions. Like if we live in the trees and stuff like that, like kind of like Robin Hood, <laughs> and you're kind of sitting there like, uh, no, it's pretty, we, we don't live in the trees, but, you know, <laughs> but... You know, people are pretty curious and stuff, and a lot of people say they really want to come out and, and check out Scotland because it looks really cool. And I always tell them, well, you know, I haven't been I haven't been home in five years, so uh, I'm, I'm planning to come home in, in February next year uh, or January next year. So, so I would always tell the guys, you know, if you're all ever out in that time, just let me know. I'll be able to show you around. So your nickname is the Scottish Hammer, um, but you've also got very memorable hair. It's very long but it's shaven as well. I was uh, growing my hair out when I was uh, in college and I was just because I wanted to have long hair, you know, that came out the helmet, kind of just, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And then I lost a bet to one of my buds and they were going to shave my head, but instead they were messing around and they shaved just the sides. And well, my friend's like, actually, we're just going to leave it. So just uh, kept the sides shaved and just kept the hair growing for as long as possible just because it was funny. And then it just turned out to be like this. Tell me what it's like, you know, being in in the locker room with some of the big stars in the NFL. Is there is there any times when you when you've been in there and you're thinking, you know, how did I get here from five years ago? It's quite it's quite hard. I've not really no because I've been so. You could ask a lot of people that I've played with and stuff. I've been so dedicated the past four years that this doesn't uh, surprise me. You know, it's been my my goal. That's why I haven't been playing rugby for five years because you know I took the chance of potentially playing in the NFL. So. You know, it, I don't view any of the guys here, you know, the big stars, as any different to s- someone who is just maybe a, 
in the street, you know, everybody's a human being. People just, we're just here playing ball, you know, and I, I know that sounds weird to some people and stuff, but I don't see anybody any differently to how I see, you know, my mom, dad, or someone else, you know, just, they're just human beings and we're playing ball and they're all really, really, really awesome, nice guys. So I don't, I don't really sit back and think about that because, yeah, I got it. I'm in it now. It's not a big crazy thing. I, I, I'm here to, to win ball games and, and play well. Jamie Gillen there, the new Cleveland Browns punter. Very confident man because, you know, he said he's just fine. He, he knew he, That's what he was aiming for the whole time, so being around yeah. OBJ or whatever. Yeah. Well, we know how you'd feel if you were around Odell Beckham Jr. right now. I would ask him where he got his watch. <laughs> Straight up. And he'd say to you, where'd you get your glasses? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be wearing these on the field, though, my goodness. No, you wouldn't. Um, uh, I really liked when Jamie Gillen... Uh, Said that he lived in. Uh, well, people were asking about when he lived in the trees. If in Scotland, people of, have gone up to him and said, "Do you live in the trees in Scotland?" I mean, there's a lot of trees. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. been to Scotland twice, I think. And how many trees were there? <laughs> Approximately a ton. A ton. A man. ton of trees. Can I tell you? Uh, can I tell you uh, something um, that, that happened to me? Of, of course you can. I'm, not, I'm trying not to I give too much away. An, an extremely famous NFL player. His Son right. once asked me uh, a lot of questions about England, okay. uh, including like, do we have Christmas? Extremely famous. I'm not. I'll, I can't say who it is. Okay. Do I mean, you Christmas? could if you wanted to. I'm not gonna. Okay. Okay. Extremely famous. That's a decision, by the way. It, Extremely famous son from. I imagine he lives in New Orleans. Well, I didn't, well anyway, we're not talking about this anymore. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so J- Jamie Gillen, uh, Jamie Gillen said this. A lot of. Uh, uh, Americans like to talk about how they're 10% Scottish or something. Because I've had some ridiculous questions like if we live in the trees. Love it. Um, are you t- Scottish at all? Are you from any other country apart from America at all? Any percentage? Because uh, I feel like that is an American thing that people... You know, I'm a quarter Irish. Mate, your family moved out there in the 1700s. Sure. You're, you're not Irish anymore, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. But maybe, I guess you could say ethnically they're Irish. I, I don't know how okay, that works. Okay, fine. Would you sure. say... That, do you have any Scottish in you at all? I, I could be, but I no. Not that I know of, no. Are you Scottish at all? Um, Ed, I'm, Ed, I, I don't from, know. I don't know if I'm actually any Scottish. We'll, we'll go into my... In fact, I, someone's published a book about my family. Your family? Bizarrely, in the 50s, someone published a book about the lineage of my family. <clears throat> no reason. Are you sure your glasses are only 100 pounds? <laughs> they were for two. For two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. I don't, I, well, there there Polish, wasn't a book. There Polish. wasn't a book written. Oh, you're Polish. Uh, if you look way back enough, yeah, Polish oh. and Austrian. Oh, okay. Wow. 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 I thought we could do a little um, quiz actually, because I think that you know you're not. You don't think you're from Scotland, but we can try this out a little bit and see maybe if in your heart you're at least a little bit Scottish. Sure. I'm question, down. Question one: How much do you like Iron Brew out of ten? What? How much do you like Iron Brew out of ten? How much what? Iron brew. How much do you like iron brew out of 10? How much do I like iron brew out of 10? Out of 10? Mm. Well, uh, I tend to like copper brews <laughs> um, or aluminum, actually. I had, I, you know, it's funny. I had a tin brew the other day. And? Um, four out of 10. So what are you so saying about iron? iron? I, um, a little bit tougher metal than uh, 10, so I would say seven and a half. How much do you like Lulu out of 10? Lulu um, uh, makes a fantastic uh, pant. Or, or, What's a pant? A, a trouser oh, is what okay. you say. Like to work out in. Lulu uh, Lemon. She makes <laughs> she makes a great trow. 
That's um, a great trial. Out of 10, I would say not better than, than some other folks who aren't sponsoring the show, but uh, <laughs> I would say, again, a strong 7.5 for Lulu. Okay, that's definitely the Lulu I was talking about. And who is your most famous Scotsman? Scotsman. Uh, famous Scotsman, I would say, is Mr. Connery is, is oh. Scottish, right? He was in a famous film, uh, English film, uh, as uh, a person named uh, uh, you know Bond. This. Yes, James Bond. I was thinking. You know what I was thinking though, which is probably an American film of Entrapment, not necessarily James Bond. Was he an Entrapment? He was in an Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes, he was. He did a great job in that film. Just going to do the maths uh, really quickly. I'll get my calculator out. Yeah, really quickly. Just find out how Scottish you are. Yeah, and we're going with ah seven percent. I'm seven. Well done. Okay, okay, that's more than that I started Scottish. with. Okay, does that mean I get? Uh, oh, so what that means, however, is that there's a tartan for me. I get a tartan, and I get a, a, a the thing that sits over the door. What's that called? Um, the, uh, I don't, I don't the, know. the seal, the family seal. Yes, yeah, so we don't. Carter, I get one of those. The problem is though, Carter, is you don't have a family seal because you're the only one in your family with the last name Carter the second. So your family, na- your family name? No, that just means I get an exclusive seal. Oh, because it's just I you. Get, I get a specialized, <laughs> which fits me. I like this idea. I get a fe- specialized tartan and a specialized seal, and I hang it over my door, and then when people show up to my house, they know where it is. What a lonely life you lead. And your clan is only the Carter the Second clan. <laughs> Can anyone else join it? Uh, no. Okay, fantastic. No. Uh, we're going to uh, end the show, as we always do, with uh, Don't Want to Be an American Football Idiot. Question? That is uh, given to you by uh, a listener. All you need to do is tweet us at R&R American. Basically, just a question about America. Sure. Uh, not so much about American football. I'm not going to lie to you. Hmm. Uh, today, thank you very much, Sam. That's a long drum roll. My goodness. Carter, what's the deal with cowboys and are they still a thing? First of all, Sam, I like your voice. I'm not going to front. Um, <laughs> if you want to call me later, we can have... <laughs> you can you can woo me to sleep. I don't know how that works. I don't even know what the question was. Carter, what was the question? Again? What's the deal with cowboys and are they still a thing? Cowboys and... I didn't understand what he said in the last bit. Okay. Carter, what's the deal with cowboys and are they still a thing? And are they still a thing? That's what he said, right? Yeah. Jeez, Sam, just so sexy, that voice. <laughs> I, uh, Sam, cowboys have always been a thing, and uh, they still exist. They wear their cowboy hats. Uh, they ride horses. Uh, they tend to listen to country music, even though hip-hop is quite popular these days, although I have seen cowboys who do listen to hip-hop. Shout out to those cowboys. Um, usually they have a ranch or a farm or they work on a ranch slash farm. So is it a job thing or is it like, I'm going for the cowboy aesthetic? You know, like some people might go for particular looks and they're like, nah, I'm dressing like a cowboy. So you've got your Stetson hats and your and your spurs on the back of your cowboy boots and your Wrangler denims like in your flannel shirts or whatever else. I think that's a, that is an aesthetic. I also think it's part of the job that one does. So if you're a rancher... You need sturdy clothes. If you're, you know, if you need, like, spurs on the back of the boots are for the horses. The Stetson hat is to shield out the sun, the, like, those sorts of things. And you need clothes that are going to last for a long time that you can wear over and over and over, which is why you wear a bunch of tough denim and a bunch of, like, flannel shirts that you don't really care about. Do you think I'd get away with cowboy boots? Genuine question. Uh, genuine answer? Man, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't. 
I've seen no, 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 no. Proportionally is not gonna work for you. It's not. It's Proportionally, not. I'm not. I, I didn't, I, that wasn't shady. I was just trying to say some people can wear cowboy boots. I don't think that's the right silhouette that you would be trying to strike. If that, if that makes sense. I um, went to um, a a shop once uh, in Louisiana a few years ago when I was living there. Did did you okay? And uh, it was called the Cowboy Store. Sure, sure. I just thought it was very upfront. Yeah, straight to, straight the, point. to the point. Straight to the point. Did you? Uh, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Did you buy boots? I didn't buy boots. I bought a. Uh, I did buy a denim shirt though. That's okay. too big for me, and I don't wear it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'll wear it next week. I'll, I'll wear it next week. Please do, and if you can find a Stetson hat, that would be helpful too. Do would I suit that? Uh, Never can, mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's about it uh, for for the uh, for the show this week. Um, I thought we'd do actually, Carter. What'd be interesting is if every week, you know, where you can like write a little review bit. Um, I think we should. Um, I think that every single week, if you go onto there and you write, not you, Carter, not you. Okay, if you go okay. and write, uh, I'm a great the, writer, the MVP of the season so far and why. Because that means that, you know, every week or every few weeks or whatever, we can look back and see who people were thinking right. is the MVP of the season as it goes. So maybe like we're like, you know, week, you know, seven or whatever, and we look back and be like, week three, someone thought that, you know, Gardner Minshew was going to be the, uh, the MVP. Uh, we'll see Gardner, how it changes throughout. Gardner, so, you know. I heard Mince and Shoe. Yeah. My goodness. No, it was Gardner, Gardner, what's his, Flint Minshew II. Flint Minshew II. My goodness. So go on to wherever you get your podcast from, uh, on the review bit, let us know who you think is the MVP of the season so far and why, and give us a rating. You can also follow us on Twitter at RNR American. We're here every Wednesday morning, wherever you get your podcast from. It doesn't cost anything, Carter. It is completely, completely complimentary. Not one penny. It is 100% free. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.